0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to our back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. We are due for a celebration because last Thursday, okay, mind you, I pre-record like earlier in the week. So the Thursday episode had already gone up, but we hit 1 million downloads last week, which is quite literally the craziest thing, one of the craziest things that's happened to me thus far. In this lifetime. So, first things first, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for pressing play on this podcast, for trusting me, or at least kind of trusting me in what I have to say, for coming back every week to listen. It does not go unnoticed, and I get to do this every week because of you guys. And if it wasn't for your encouragement and your kind messages and your kind feedback, I truly don't know if I would still continue to do this so just like opening instagram and seeing your kind messages all the time is just the most encouraging thing and i've worked in social media for a really really long time and ever since i started to put the focus on the podcast i think just social media in general has become a a lot more of a positive space for me and i remember doing youtube and just like the shitty shitty comments that i would get and shitty dms of people telling me like what to do with my life and like Just giving me unsolicited advice and on the podcast it's just that's so not the case like I think in the past year I don't think i've gotten a single hate comment or a single like hate dm And that just kind of goes to show how On the podcast you can kind of get to know someone on a deeper level And it's just more about like us and having a conversation It's not like what am I doing in my day-to-day life and like because no one really cares Like you watch a youtube video. That's like a day in my life and I don't know. I feel like people just watch for, like, no reason. Like, to watch someone, like, get their nails done, like, get a cup of coffee. But on a podcast, it's just, like, it's just intentional. It's a conversation. It's fun. It's like you're chatting with a friend. And I'm kind of going on a tangent here. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for coming back each week to listen. I would not be where I am today without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It's funny because on Thursday, I checked it before I left work. And it was probably, like, 4.30, 5 o'clock. And... We like weren't quite there yet. I think we had like ten thousand more downloads, and then by the time I got home, changed my clothes, I was heading out to dinner with some friends, and I checked my phone on the way out, and we had already hit it. Like we had passed it by like a lot, and I was like, "What? Like how did we go up that much in like two hours? It was the most insane thing." And I have a video of like me and my friends like jumping around in the living room and. It was just, like, a really cute and, like, sweet moment, and I was just, like, holy shit, you guys, like, can we visualize a million people? I don't know what a million people looks like. It's just crazy. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for that. I am so, so blessed and so, so grateful for you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot say it enough. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw my little, like, one million photo shoot, Lexi knocked it out of the park she was my photographer for that and then I did the editing and stuff if you guys don't have the Tezza app t-e-z-z-a get it it is seriously the best editing app and I typically like don't edit my photos too much I love just like a no filter kind of vibe but I was like I really want that like polaroid kind of like disposable effect on these photos and Tezza was the place to do it so highly recommend the Tezza app I think that you have to pay for it, but it's worth, like, the $3 or whatever. Super fun. Super cool. Um, If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you totally should. Go check it out. My pictures got some good feedback, so that was really nice. Also, like, okay, most of my audience is girls. I don't think many of my guy friends listen, so it's fine. But literally, boys were, like, coming out of the woodworks. I don't post thirst traps that much. I think I'm going to start. But, like boys were coming out of nowhere like boys that I like dated in middle school ex-boyfriends I was getting like text messages sorry for like outing everybody but like goodness gracious you guys love that so you're welcome Lexi and I went to Whole Foods and we got just like a small I think it was like a six inch I don't know I'm not good with cake sizes and whatnot but or eight inch whatever it doesn't really matter but like just like one of those round little cakes and then, um, it had like sprinkles on the bottom, but it was like really, they were really stingy with the sprinkles. So we bought like two things of the rainbow sprinkles and like went to town on it. And then we had this like red glitter icing pen and I did like a one and an M and then we just did like a little photo shoot. So it was super fun and fun to do like a little intentional photo shoot. So maybe I'll start doing that more, like ha- truly having fun with my content I'm always kind of posting like the same type of stuff but lately I've just been like extra inspired I think too like it's easy to feel inspired when you are seeing results It's really hard to get inspired when like no one's watching and so It's easy for me to be like, oh like I just hit a million downloads Like how cool is that? Like i'm feeling super pumped super inspired And like that's all fine and dandy, but I think back to you know 20 year old me. it was like you know fall of 2020 i was in nutrition school at the time i just like felt like i needed another outlet and i just started creating this podcast and for a year and a half i was talking to what felt like no one and so i just want to kind of use this as an opportunity to share with you guys like growing an audience always takes time building trust between a creator and a listener always takes time so if you're in the process of building something it doesn't necessarily have to even be like content related but if you're just building something anything That requires other people to find it and listen to it and enjoy it. Trust the process. I know it's so cliche, but keep showing up every single day. Show up when you are happy. Show up when it's hard. Show the heck up and eventually it will start to pay off. Kind of shifting gears here. We did a giveaway uh, the past two weeks. I was giving away an espresso just to kind of like celebrate the new year, the holiday season, whatever. And I've already contacted the giveaway winner. Her name's Brittany, Brittany H. So thank you, Brittany, so much for leaving such a kind review. Um, I think that you guys leaving reviews helped to boost the show onto the education charts. We actually landed, I think that we peaked at number six. No, we did peak at number six on the Spotify charts and then number seven on the podcast, Apple podcast charts, Like, that's insane. So, I think that that was because of your reviews. It was like so many ratings and reviews coming in at once. So, just goes to show again, thank you so much for your support. Could not do this without you. Um, And how important reviews are. So if you've already left a review on my podcast, but there's other podcasts out there that you like Toss them a review toss them a share because even if you're typically a quiet listener that review really helps out your favorite creators So don't be shy toss people some love when I saw that we were at number I think when I found it we were at number nine on the education charts and I was like What me? Little old me is sitting at number nine on the U.S. education charts. What? I was shocked. So thank you guys for that. Absolutely incredible. Brittany, your Nespresso's on the way. We've already chatted. Thank you for your kind review. Um, and I'll definitely do another giveaway maybe in the spring. I think I'll do them quarterly. So maybe, I guess it'd be March. No, April. April would be Q2. So maybe I'll do them quarterly. So let's talk about our highs and lows. I started this segment when I started season six, so last episode. We've all done highs and lows before. I feel like silly for explaining them, but obviously a low is like your low of the past week or you could do it... If you're doing this in like a group of friends, you could say like your low from the day or you're, you're low from the week or whatever. Um, I think that we'll do it from the week because it'll be a week every time we talk. And then a high is obviously like your high. So my low from the past, I guess, like week or so would probably have to be that I don't know if I want to like share tea on the show um would probably just be that I I don't want to go too into detail you know when like you think you know a person and then you find out something and you're like oh really like they didn't tell me that like that might change a perspective that might be my low that I just had like an interesting shift in perspective. But I could very well be wrong about a situation. I'm running on minimal minimal information. Um so I'll keep you guys posted there. High would be, however, that we hit a million downloads, which we already talked about. Bonus high would be I'm finally feeling like I'm working myself back into a good routine. And when I say good routine, I mean like when I first moved to Annapolis about a year ago, I was really in a good routine. I was at 6 a.m. workout classes. I was cooking all the time. I was just feeling so good. And then summer hit. And summer was crazy for me. Um We just had so much going on. I was super overwhelmed. And then the fall was kind of like working back into, I guess, like the right version of me. I don't do well in the summer. This is going to be like a really hot take. I don't do well in the summer. And I am a very, like, fiery person. I'm an Aries. Um, I'm a Pitta in Ayurveda. That's my Ayurvedic type, if you guys know anything about that. And I am just full of, like, fire. And I just don't do well in the summertime. I love the beach. I love the sun. I love the heat. But just, you know, demeanor, like, vibe, happiness levels... I just don't do well. And it's really, really weird. So anyway, summer was off for me. And then the fall was like, okay, November, December were really, really weird. Um, was just like really struggling with a lot of like personal stuff and then kind of like hit the reset button as the new year started. And I guess we're only like a week and a half, maybe 10 days into the new year, but I'm just feeling really, really confident. I'm feeling like, I've got a good handle on my workout routine. I really made it a priority to cook more. Obviously, if I go do a workout in the morning, I have more time in the evening to cook. So it's kind of just like this domino effect of like, you know, one healthy decision after another. And it's not like I wasn't doing those things in the fall, but it just all felt like chores to me. I didn't. I wasn't enthusiastic about it. And in the summer, my routine was just like all over the board but now i'm just like i'm just feeling good so my high is that i just truly feel like the things that i'm doing are working in my favor rather than me working against the things that i have to do if you're not already in the 8020 group chat you totally should you can click the link in the show notes that says connect with other 8020 listeners and i'm going to post maybe in the forum page or just in the chat like the general chat uh share your highs and lows, and we can all go in and share our highs and lows, cheer for each other, provide advice if somebody needs it, and just kind of like have a space where we can, obviously within reason, just share kind of what's going on. We've created a really, really cool community in the 8020 group chat, so you should definitely check it out. Like I said, link is in the show notes, and there's like seven 800 girls in there, and it's just really freaking cool. So join the group chat, connect with me there. it's no secret that i am obsessed absolutely obsessed with streamlining my morning routine and my morning habits and that's exactly why i decided to try athletic greens he1 i was tired of taking like a huge handful of supplements every day like have you guys ever walked up and down the aisles of the drugstore and you're like what supplements do i even take i have no idea but it's super important to make sure that your body's getting all the right vitamins and minerals and nutrients So why bother taking like a bunch of different supplements when you can just mix one scoop of powder into water once a day and you're good to go. That's exactly what Athletic Greens AG1 is. In just one scoop of Athletic Greens AG1, you're getting 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source superfoods of the highest quality that have major health benefits ultimately ag1's all-in-one formula makes it really easy to cover my nutritional basis every single day if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com 8020 again that's athleticgreens.com 8020 check it out Quote of the week, okay? This is probably my favorite segment. You guys know I love my quotes. And this one is more of like a small passage. Um, I've really been on my Pinterest game lately. So let's dive in. This is from F. Scott Fitzgerald. For what it's worth. For what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early, to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best of it or we can make the worst of it. But I hope that you make the best of it. I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have different points of view. I hope you live a life that you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over. Saw that on Pinterest. Really, really liked it. Obviously, scrolling Pinterest late at night, just doing my quotes and stuff. That's when I have typically most of my big like aha life moments is when i'm scrolling pinterest and i see a quote and i'm like wow i never thought about it that way before and then i grab my journal and like the rest is history but i saw this and i screenshotted it and i just think that it's really sweet it's like for what it's worth you know if you want to take my advice this is what i think you should do and um and ultimately like my hope for you is that you live a life that you're proud of and my hope for you is that if you're not living a life that you're proud of you have the courage to start over and that's kind of like almost to some degree, like what this entire podcast is all about, like having the courage to make choices that make your life better rather than feeling like inhibited by the attitudes or the opinions of the people around you because ultimately you have a decision to make when it comes to living your life and that decision is to, and this kind of correlates with last week's episode, look on the bright side of things, live a happy, positive life versus the alternative, which is not living up to your full potential because you're letting the opinions of other people weigh you down or you're letting, you know, somebody else's dream get in the way of your dream. Or maybe you just don't have the capacity or the tools or the resources to live up to the person that you're supposed to be the best version of you. So when I saw this quote, I was like, okay, I definitely have to share that on the show because that truly is my hope for everyone who's listening that you find the courage to live to your highest potential. And that's what I think is really cool about this lucky girl syndrome theory. Syndrome theory. <laughs> lucky girl syndrome that I've seen going on TikTok. And if you guys are on TikTok, which I'm not, so maybe I'm late to the game. I don't really know. But I heard some people talking about it on Instagram. And I know that Instagram is like two to four weeks behind TikTok. So I don't know like how new this is. I really like this perspective. It's essentially the idea that you walk around believing that you are like the luckiest person on this planet. And when I say believing, I mean truly believing to the point where you're like delusional, that you're capable and worthy of getting everything that you want in life and more. And the crazy part about this theory is that once you start believing that good things happen to you, good things start happening to you. Last week, I spent a lot of time talking about how it's been hard for me to look at the bright side of things. And like I kind of mentioned, the fall was like kind of rough for me. And I spent a lot of time kind of in this like hamster wheel of like, of just feeling stuck. And I don't know what switch kind of flipped in me. Maybe it's just, you know, this past week starting to feel like I'm back into a solid routine. But when I look back at some of like the coolest opportunities that I've had... They've always happened in the moments where I firmly believe that good things are supposed to happen to me. When you look in the mirror in the morning and you tell yourself like today's going to be a good day, good shit's going to go down, you're going to connect with really cool people, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, like you got this. You almost give yourself a pep talk. And eventually these good positive affirmations that you're telling yourself just become subconscious beliefs. I read a quote one time that said, Be careful what you say about yourself. Every cell in your body is listening. When you become aware, hyper aware of the things that you say to yourself, you start to realize, wow, I talk a lot of shit about myself. I'm really mean to her. And you become your thoughts. And so if you're walking around thinking that, you know, your life's a shit show and all this bad stuff happens to you, of course bad stuff is going to happen to you. Because on the flip side, if you walk around thinking that you're like the luckiest person on the planet... Good things happen to you, opportunities flow your way. They always will. In addition to believing that good things happen to you, there's kind of this, I guess, toxically positive side of the lucky girl syndrome theory situation where you call yourself lucky even if bad things happen to you. Let me take you guys back to fall 2019. It was my sophomore year of college, the semester was wrapping up. I decided that. The sorority thing wasn't working out for me. I was really, really depressed. That was like my rock bottom. Well, rock bottom second round. I decided that I was going to pack up my stuff, pack up my little Honda Accord, and leave the school that I was at. I was gonna move back home. I was gonna transfer colleges to a school in my hometown, and I was just gonna live at home and like be depressed in my parents' house rather than being depressed in my sorority house and like also get my life back on track. So when I decided to leave, I was really sad, but looking back at kind of the domino effect that that situation has had on my life and has brought me to where I am now, I am so freaking lucky that I didn't get along with the girls in my sorority. I am so lucky that I hated living in a house with like 60 girls. I'm so lucky that I didn't really have a major at that school that I wanted to pursue. I'm so lucky that I left because it landed me exactly where I am today and I just feel lucky that some things didn't work out so this could. I'll give you guys another quick example of kind of the lucky girl theory. This is a little more recent. This past September, it was the first day of the month. I was doing my like monthly goal setting session and I wrote down a couple goals that I wanted to accomplish in the month. And I wrote down one that had kind of been in the back of my mind for a long time, but I never really did much about it. Up to this point in September, I've been living here for like six months and I hadn't really made an effort to make solid friendships. I've been really focused on work, focused on kind of getting my shit together. I'm calling this whole year like my freshman year of life and like literally just, just figuring it out. Anyway, needless to say... I really hadn't made an effort put an effort into making solid friendships so i was writing down these goals and you know this one had been in the back of my mind and it just kind of came to the forefront and pen to paper i was like i'm going to make a best friend this month and then some really interesting things happened in my life that now i look back and i'm like oh i'm lucky that that happened because it led to i kid you not guys me meeting a really cool friend. The circumstances in which we met were so weird. When I met this person the first time, I really wasn't interested in being their friend. And then God said, no, like I'm gonna introduce you to this person a second time, like three days later, because you need this person to be your friend. And since then we've been super tight. So it just goes to show like, if you believe that good things happen to you, God will always pull through, and the opportunities are truly endless when you put it out there that you're open to receiving opportunities. So you can kind of take the lucky girl syndrome thing in a couple different ways, but ultimately I think that the energy that you put out into the world is what you attract. So whether it's you walking around saying, oh, I'm so glad that I didn't get that job because... I can do X, Y, Z instead. Or if you just truly walk around believing that you're lucky. When you walk around just assuming that everything's a blessing with the perspective that good things happen to you, good things really do start happening to you. So I don't think that I have to convince you guys that considering yourself lucky is a good route to take. I think that if you've listened this far, you're probably like, yeah, Lily, like I, I totally agree. How the heck do I play into lucky girl syndrome? How do I get this for myself? I'm gonna hit you guys with three tangible takeaways. The first one is that you have to be open to receiving opportunities. There's something that my mom always says, she's probably always said this, but I really started listening when we were apartment hunting for the first time here in Annapolis. And we kept looking at places, nothing was sticking, looking at places, nothing was sticking. And we just kept getting like rejection after rejection. And when we were applying to a place, she would say, okay, you know what? Be open to the idea of either getting this place or getting something better. And sure enough, there were a lot of places that we didn't get, but we ended up with something better than what we originally had planned for. So tangible takeaway number one is to believe that opportunities will always come your way And you're either going to get what you want or you're going to get something better. Tangible takeaway number two is to surround yourself with people who make you feel lucky to know them and vice versa. I love everybody in my life. Hands down, love everybody in my life. If you know me, just know that I love you. But there are a select group of people that I know are like standing behind me right now with like pom-poms, noisemakers, like megaphones. Like they are my biggest freaking cheerleaders And I could probably name them on one hand. Those are the probably like the five, maybe six or seven people that I keep the closest to me. Because I know that they want me to be lucky and I want them to be lucky too. It's a lot easier to believe something about yourself when the people in your life believe it too. And obviously those people are really hard to come by. It's taken me 22 years to build even a small handful of people that I know are always cheering for me I think that that circle is notoriously just small because that's kind of how it is But when you find people that are always going to cheer for you Keep them close and reciprocate the same energy and then tangible takeaway number three is to practice gratitude I feel like i've recommended a gratitude practice in like the past four or five episodes that i've posted but when you count your blessings Like, really sit there and write a list, like, 1 to 10 and count your blessings. It's a total game changer. And it doesn't matter, like, what you believe in, but sit there and count your blessings, send up a prayer. When you start looking at life through a gratitude lens, it's like this magical little switch that's flipped And all of a sudden, you just feel like there's so many other things to be grateful for and opportunities just like pour your way. It's insane. However, there is a catch. Having a positive attitude will help you get there, no doubt about it. But you're going to have to actually put in the work to get to where you want to be. When I was writing this episode, I was kind of having like this internal conflict almost because I was like, well, yeah, like thinking of yourself as lucky is super important, But at the same time, you have to put in quite a bit of work to truly reach your full potential. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that opportunities will just flow towards you when you're working towards what you want in life. And I would have to say, like, the best times in my life when I'm just on my A-game are the times when I'm the busiest, are the times when I'm working the hardest. So when you have high expectations for yourself and your life, you won't accept low-quality opportunities. You might not even notice that low quality opportunities are coming your way because they fly so low under the radar that you don't even notice them. So it almost feels like when you're vibrating at this really high frequency, that the only thing that's coming towards you is good opportunities because that's kind of what you expect to happen. I think too that when you start focusing on the big picture, when you start focusing on on working towards the things that are in front of you rather than wishing and kind of sitting around and waiting for things to happen. You're naturally just going to attract bigger and better opportunities. The more I talk about this, the more I realize that it's really not one or the other. It's a really just an insane combination of the two. So I don't want to discount everything that I've said so far in the podcast because absolutely your mindset is the key to success but you gotta put in a little bit of elbow grease. You gotta work towards the things that you want. Without putting in the work, it's like writing in your journal, I wanna become a millionaire, and then just sitting around waiting to win the lottery, like the chances are really, really slim. It very well could happen, but it's pretty slim. So if you write in your journal, I wanna be a millionaire, and then you go out there and you work really freaking hard, the chances are a lot better. So when you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're lucky. But also don't discount the value of putting in a little bit of elbow grease because good shit comes to people who believe that they're worthy but know the value of hard work. So that is all I have for you for today's episode. Get out there. Get lucky. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next week.